0: Welcome to Freedom Matters Today. I am Michael J. Sutton. This is Tuesday, May the 10th, 2022, Episode 2 of Freedom from Fear. Today's episode is titled, Is America Exceptional? When I was at university, the internet was still in its infancy. Cable TV was something they had in America We had a few free-to-air TV channels, a few media companies and diverse ownership of print media. In those days, few people ever gave national politics much consideration except around election time or if you worked in vulnerable sectors such as the old-fashioned manufacturing or agricultural industries. In the 1980s, this began to change because of high interest rates for mortgages and this was reflected in the appearance of finance segments on the news cycle, and more attention to global trade and business politics became more important. Even so, what happened in America didn't really affect people unless they were Americans or had an interest in international relations. 9-11 changed all of this. I was abroad at the time. I was living in the beautiful city of Sendai in northern Japan. I was astounded at how this happened. But I was not stupid. Of course, I knew why. It was clear that it was American foreign policies in the Middle East, in particular Saudi Arabia, that was partly to blame. If you spend your life stoking fire, then sooner or later a spark will burn you. America spent most of the post-war era interfering or seeking to control the Middle East for access to oil and other resources as well as for strategic reasons. A lot of it has to do with the state of Israel and America's support of Israel as well as other things. Many people love America, but many also hate America. I was surprised that a terrorist attack had not happened in America sooner. I guess they were stopped. A good American friend at the time asked me why it happened, and I could not give him an answer. As a Christian, I do not know the mind of God. I cannot possibly know why these things happen, but I gave him a book on American foreign policy in the Middle East. I can't remember which one it was. He read it. He told me a few weeks later that he could understand how his country interfered in the lives of other nations, and he could see the economic and strategic roots behind this act of terrorism. He went on to work for the American government. God bless him, wherever he is, I don't know. The principle I was talking about is simple. It's cause and effect. It's a basic principle of international relations and history. The actions of nations usually have reasons behind them. These reasons are clear and strategic. All nations behave in the same way. When you go to university, you might study nations and you come across several points of view. The first is liberalism. It places this emphasis on cooperation between nations and the role and influence of individuals. The second is a school of thought called realism, which is one that places its emphasis on the nation-state and has the view that nations compete against each other in a world of anarchy. The third view is that of Marxism, which places an emphasis on the idea of class and the idea of class struggle between the worker and the capitalist. These three views are the main schools of thought in the academy. International relations was profoundly shaped by realism during the Cold War, but in recent years liberalism is more significant, and Marxism, of course, uh, is popular in many disciplines. All three views are the mechanical way to understand how nations work. They're all basically the same, and they are all academically respectable. After 9-11, I became aware of another view, one coming from America. It's an idea. The ancients had a name for it as well. It's called idolatry. Most nations in the past understood idol worship. They had many idols. Greece had them. Rome had them. Many ancient nations had them. These idols were images of gods, demons, monsters and other beings, supernatural or otherworldly to whom people could present their requests and prayers. Cities often had gods protecting them, or idols crafted to sit in homes or places of worship. Idols were common across the ancient world. The idea I saw coming out of America was that of exceptionalism. The belief that America is special, that it is blessed by God, that it is a light on the hill for all nations, that God has touched it, that it is exceptional and beyond the rules of other nations, beyond the ancient rules of life, and beyond the judgment of God and justice. Sadly, many American Christians are Christian fascists of one stripe or another, and if you push them to it, they will all subscribe to this idea that America is God's nation. America, they say, has a purpose in God's plan for the world, that America is the great experiment for freedom and democracy, that America is the home for all that is good, virtuous and true. We see this expressed in their culture wars at the moment. Now, from the outset, there's nothing wrong with patriotism and loving your nation. All people come from a nation of some description, including um, the millions of stateless people who have no home. We all have an identity. We all have a home somewhere. Exceptionalism is different because it preaches the idea that the nation or a nation has a special destiny that gives it the right to rise above others. The problem with exceptionalism is simple it's not true. America is just another nation, it operates in the same way as other nations. It's not special, it is not the light on the hill. And God is not with her. The problem is not America, of of course. The problem is not Americans. The problem, of course, is the American church. The Christian fascists who have been peddling this nonsense for generations, they mix religion and faith to such a degree that where one ends and the other begins is impossible to discern. This is American Christian fascism. It is the dominant thread of American Christianity. It's the reason why most non-Christian Americans cannot stand the church and will never go. It's the reason for most of America's social problems and it's the reason why America continues to go to war abroad. It's driven by the religious fanaticism of millions of people who have never opened their Bible and yet believe that the God of the Bible supports their nation in every single action simply because they're Americans. They cannot tell the difference between God and America, between Jesus and the USA, between the Bible and the US Constitution. At this point, you might say, well, who cares? That's America. Well, this idolatry of exceptionalism is being exported around the world, and many Christians around the world are falling for it. This hideous, twisted, Christian nationalism or American-led Christian fascism. This took off during the years following 9-11. The West in general began to follow America more closely and get involved and caught up in American politics. Soon America became the centre of our politics, our society, our way of thinking and our culture. When Donald Trump was elected in 2016, the madness began. I'm not talking about Trump. We all have an opinion of him. I don't care what yours is. The madness was the obsession with Trump. Everything he said, everything he did, everything he did not do, do, day in, day out, week in, week out, almost every minute of every day, it was Trump, Trump, Trump. The madness continued in 2020, and now it's getting worse. Nations are being sucked into the vortex, into the hurricane that is America and its idolatry of exceptionalism. Misplaced fears and crafted anxieties, that's America's gift to the West, the product of false exceptionalism, the failure to decline gracefully and powerfully, with respect, this is not America's way. It is chaos, it is disorder, it is division, and it is madness. It is not black lives matter, it is only black Americans that matter. It is not the end of the world's racial problems, it is the end of America's racial problems. It is not world peace, but peace in America. It is not economic stability in the world, but economic stability in America. It is not global human rights, but American human rights. It is not freedom that matters, but only America that matters. Americans are obsessed with themselves and their nation. They believe themselves to be beyond criticisms, criticism and many believe that they're beyond even God himself. At the heart of all of this is fear. Fear of COVID, fear of the war in Ukraine, possible nuclear war, fear of war with Russia, fear of war with China, fear of economic decline, fear of rising interest rates, fear of racism and sexism, fear of climate change, fear of censorship, misinformation and fake news. All of this comes from America. All of it. All of it is indicative of American anxiety and decline. Or really, America's failure to handle or manage strategic realignment. All of these are the crafted crises and anxieties of state. Many Christian speakers and pastors have reached back into the past and pulled out all the Cold War rhetoric they used against Russia. For American Christians, America's enemies are God's enemies. They falsely claim that Russia is the Gog and Magog of the Hebrew Bible, twisting the prophecies of Ezekiel and arguing that this is the end times. It is remarkable that the only enemies in the Bible just happen to be all of America's enemies or rivals. None of these charlatans ever see America as anything other than the vessel for God's power. Vanity, vanity, all is vanity and a chasing after the wind. But it sounds good, and they are raking in the money from the naive and fearful Christians who have taken their eyes of Christ and placed them on these frauds and liars. This is not leadership. This is insanity. This is the result of idolatry. It is the product of American exceptionalism. This is not a nation walking with God. It is a nation walking alone. What does the Bible say about America? Mm, Yes, it does get a mention, but you're not going to like it. You're not going to like it at all. Remember, Freedom Matters Today because you matter to God. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We have a new podcast every day. Freedom Matters Today explores freedom from a Christian perspective. Be sure to check out our daily blog at freedommatterstoday.com and subscribe. Join me tomorrow for another episode of Freedom from Fear.